Let's Talk Movies with Tim Lammer is being brought to you now by Russell's Security Resources in Buffalo, a trusted locksmith and security partner since 1991. Visit their website, russellsecurity.com. Tim, good morning. Good morning, Tim. And uh, can't handle the chilly weather? Uh, (laughs) You know, it's a little bit early for it, but uh, uh, I'm not a I'm not a big, big fan of uh, hot heat either. So I no, no. This is my favorite time of the year because yeah. it's kind of in between, you know? Mm-hmm. Before you know it, Tim, we'll have the winter time to chill <laughs> out, too. Shame on you. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> so we got uh, a new theatrical release this week. Yeah, it's a limited release. It's called The Nest. Uh, Jude Law is a British commodities broker living in New York City uh, with his American wife and two kids. But he's restless. He's always looking for new ideas to... Uh, make money. He convinces his wife to go to London. They uh, get a rustic mansion in the English countryside. Everything seems ideal at first, but then we start to realize that uh, Jude Law's character only likes to pretend to be a big shot. He's really not that big of a big shot. Outspends his means. The marriage falls apart. And, um, you know, you you can move away from your problems, but the problems always seem to linger on, don't they? Uh, so this movie is basically about marriage problems, and uh, I have mixed feelings about it. I mean, I love Jude Law. Carrie Coon is terrific as his wife, but the question is, do you want to see a movie about marital problems? Um, I, I don't know if you saw the movie um, Marriage Story last year. I did, yeah. On mm-hmm. Netflix. I mean, terrific acting. Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson both. But it is such of a depressing subject matter. So t- I don't know if you if you if you feel better about your own marriage watching a movie like this where other people's marriages are crumbling. <laughs> yeah. Then that then you'll find this entertaining, I guess. But yeah, it's it's weird because again, it there's no denying there are terrific performances in this film. Mm-hmm. Um, side note on uh, Marriage Story: as good as it was, I couldn't make it to the end. <laughs> Oh, I I couldn't make it. It's just so depressing. You know, look, and that's about a bad marriage. I mean, you know, us folks with good marriages, I mean, there are always going to be, it's work, man. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so, yeah, I mean, so, you know, whether you have a good marriage, a great marriage, or a poor marriage, I mean, it's kind of tough to approach a movie like this and say, yeah, I'm going to be entertained for two hours by this. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so, it, you know, again, the trade-off is, is that, obviously, they're very convincing. The story works. So, The Nest with Jude Law gets? Seven out of ten. Okay, well. Yeah, you know, it, I'm, I'm going to be fair to, uh, you know, look, I mean, just because you might want to not want to see it because it's depressing doesn't mean it's a good movie. I don't think it's a great movie, but it's a good movie. It's very well done, but, uh, again, it's just not my cup of tea, Tim. Talk about a uh, documentary when we return after this.
Back with Tim Lammers talking movies, and we move to a, a new documentary on a very interesting person. Very interesting, yeah. On video, on demand, you'll have to rent this one. You can get it on your Amazons, your Google Plays, anywhere you rent films. Uh, Robin's Wish, about Robin Williams' very emotional documentary, basically made to set the record straight about Robin Williams' death at age 63 in 2014. It's hard to believe it's been six years already. Um, Many think it was depression that led to his suicide, but Robin's widow, Susan Schneider, says the coroner determined after Robin's death that his cause of death was actually Lewy body dementia, which is incurable. Uh, And simply, he wasn't of right mind when he ended his life. So you get bits and pieces of Robin's brilliant career, naturally. But the documentary essentially covers the last two years of Robin's life, where signs of this uh, Louis body dementia started to show up. So the story is basically told through Robin's widow, his friends, and his neighbors. You get a couple notable folks as far as industry people are concerned, Tim. You get director Sean Levy, who... um, directed Robin Williams in the Night at the Museum films, and he could clearly sense that there was something wrong. Mm. Um, and and the, everybody in the production, that something was going on uh, during the production of this film. Plus, uh, producer David E. Kelly could see that there was you know something amiss, too, when Robin was filming his television, television series um, called The Crazy Ones. So, uh, yeah, it's it's really tough to watch but it's an essential documentary and again it goes into great detail at how this incurable disease just devastated this brilliant man's brain i mean the doctors said that their robin's case of this was the worst that they had ever seen Hmm. so yeah it's it's interesting and i'm glad that they're setting the record straight about you know the end of his life and told again by the people that knew him best you know, he was such a uh, far-out character. You know, you, you watch some of his stand-up where just, I mean, this guy could rattle on without a script for, you know, 25, 30 minutes and never take a breath, hardly. So I, I could, I could kind of get how, at the very beginning, how you, you never, a lot of people always said you never know when he was off or on sometimes. Yeah, well, it's interesting because the the film begins with a line uh, about, you know, he'll think of something, and as it's coming out of his mouth, he actually changes it then because his brain was so quick with this stuff, <laughs> you know? And, and um, you know, the, you, looking at somebody like that whose entire livelihood is based upon that quick brain to all of a sudden have a brain disorder, uh, I shouldn't say all of a sudden. It was slow, and he, nobody knew what was the hell was going on. And um, it was incredibly tough for him, especially, you know, when they didn't have the diagnosis. They never. His wife said that he probably would have been at peace had he known yeah. of the diagnosis. But you know, uh, somebody asked me today, well, why didn't? Why? Why now? Why the documentary six years? Well, his wife has done a tremendous amount of research on this disease. And he really delved into his case. Again, just mainly to get the story straight, because when the media was reporting on this um, tragedy back six years ago, and they pointed this out, and I'm glad they did, there was just a lot of speculation that was completely inaccurate. Mm-hmm. You know, people delving into, well, 
Uh, one source says he had bad financial problems, and that led to, well, no, that was actually quite BS, you know. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it was it was really about, not that the guy's name needed to be cleared, but they just wanted the record straight. And, and, and for that, I think that even if you're a casual fan of Robin Williams, you owe it to him to see this film. Um, there's, there's a couple other things, too, where they do show part of his legacy, and they part, show part of how he helped soldiers, uh, you know, visited them in hospitals after USO tours, how he helped Christopher Reeve, his good friend, after Christopher became a quadriplegic. Um, so, yeah, there's just a lot of touching things in this film. Wow. I'm intrigued. I think I uh, am going to have to rent that. Robin's Wish, the Robin Williams documentary, gets? It gets 9 out of 10. Whoa. Yeah. All right. Now yeah. for sure I'm going to rent it. Yeah, it's a it's an hour and 17 minutes long. There's some weird pacing things because they do drop in these occasional stories and then they get back to the matter at hand. I'm, I like that um, they're telling these stories. It just kind of seems weird that they would hop back and forth the way they do. But, again, that's a small, small nitpick, you know, because I have to be a critic, Tim. I have to point <laughs> these things out. That's your job. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I can't give everything 10 out of 10, that's mm. for sure. And we can stream that off uh, all the usual services? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I actually watched it on Amazon, and it's not like I'm trying to plug them. I mean, Google Play, I noticed it was on there as well. Uh, yeah, so wherever you stream stuff, you know, just do a search for it. You'll find it. Sounds good. All right, and uh, so we'll look those up, The Nest and uh, Robin's Wish this week. And, uh, Tim, we'll uh, talk to you next Thursday and uh, cook up a couple of new movies for us and get us a Vikings win, too, will you? <laughs> that, that's, in, in terms of movies, it's been a tragedy so far this season. <laughs> we'll talk to so, you next yeah, hopefully, hopefully we'll be talking purple a little, in a good way next week. <laughs> Sounds great. Talk to you then. Right, have a great weekend, Tim. Thanks. Let's Talk Movies with Tim Lammers, brought to you by Russell's Security Resources of Buffalo, a trusted locksmith and security partner since 1991. Their website is russellsecurity.com.